Yeah, Ash. Uh, you can call me Jazz. I won't mind. We'll have some symmetric names. Jazz. Oh yeah, Jazz. Jazz sounds nice. Ash and Jazz. Oh my God, I sound so cool. I had a podcast with Ash and Jazz. People be like, "Who are those?" <laughs> so happy holy everyone. Today is Tuesday, tenth March, two thousand twenty. Um, I go by the moniker Devansh Trivedi, and today I am here with Jaspal Singh Jadeja, who is a lawyer. and ashish deep singh that is ash today we are going to uh, discuss blockchain and cryptocurrencies and uh, just candid casual conversations about what we are catching up on geeking out about uh, a little bit of uh, background from my side so i am particularly um, excited about this whole thing because uh, i i was following siraj rawal and he was a big proponent of stuff like dapps which are distributed apps so these are the apps that were i first came across by htc and htc was selling phones with this new software so there are some uh, issues that uh, need really good computation like super computers right so um, like super computers are really expensive so what is better than super computers like everybody's phones combined and so you keep your phone in charging and you keep your wifi on and with that distributing computing your phone will download some parts of the code it will execute and it will upload the result so this happens on so many phones at the same time and this sort of becomes like a distributed uh, super computer like all our parts are distributed app that's a app and then with the advent of blockchain and cryptocurrencies these kind of cryptographic um alternative solutions became more and more um prominent in the digital space and then uh, uh me personally i i in college uh, after college actually while i was job hunting i um gave a test for uh, consensus academy so like um right now in blockchain there is cryptocurrencies and then there is something called uh, smart contracts and uh, these kind of smart contracts and developer these dapps and games and stuff like that is developed on ethereum platform and on this platform there is they they have their own ethereum currency and it can be converted to bitcoins and other currencies and so like you can make a game where developer gets paid for uh stuff or players get paid with that currency so it makes a lot of more sense to play that game when you are actually getting real money and uh, this uh, ethereum platform is developed by the same co-founder who has launched this consensus academy for the whole world to um, teach them the blockchain themselves and uh, and help people uh, get on board to the to the technology stack so i got a $1000 scholarship from them uh, from my essay so we'll talk a little bit about my essay a little bit about jazz's essay uh, about his outlook on the law part of it and the recent updates i think me and uh, ash are both veterans of this field because i i went on to do machine learning and artificial intelligence and data science um for as a part of my career after uh, i left all these blockchain projects but i have done projects on uh, banks like bank transactions supply chain as well as a uh, tic tac toe game that i made where all the transactions were mined on a blockchain 
Also, I did for a client of mine, and when I was freelancing, a time jacking simulation. So, like, how to hack a blockchain, something like that. So, that was that was interesting. So, that is my background in blockchain, and let's hear it from Ash. Uh, my name is Ashish slash Santa. Um, I have two names basically, and uh, you know my journey with ethereum uh, with ethereum bitcoin and cryptocurrency and blockchain started back in 2012 when i was like 12 year, 12 years old so uh, okay this is going to get a little bit dark because uh, at that point of time uh, there was this uh, company called triple m if you will go and search mm-hmm. on google you'll get to know that it is a pyramid scheme kind mm-hmm. of a company it is a you know it's a dark thing basically it's scamming people so uh, there was this whole trend of it in india that uh, it could double your money in a month just invest something and it will double your money in the month so what happens is that they create a chain where uh, everybody helps the previous person doubling their money for example i have invested 100 rupees and somebody invests 200 after a month so that person is basically gives money to the first person so this is how the chain creates and it goes to a pyramid and at the end of the pyramid the person who invests the maximum amount of money gets scammed and all of that money comes to us so uh, these websites so triple m was basically a brand okay so everybody used to make used to buy domains on the name of triple m and used to do these scams so like we created a small website as well at that point of time like five six of us people and we tried that so apparently uh, you know i would not say it was a scam or something but we started with bitcoin and stuff so uh, you know people actually invested we did a whole proof of concept and returned back the money to people themselves so this is how i started with bitcoin then i got to know about mining i started with the basic that i bought from uh, express and uh, alibaba at that point of time and then i got to know then i got cured it was you know a layman thing that okay this is how it should be done and i'm doing the mining but i did not know in depth of uh, this blockchain and stuff but i got intrigued i got curious and i went into that then uh, now coming to 2020 i am uh, teaching kids how to create their own cryptocurrency basically an erc20 token or erc721 token and uh, i IOT and other stuff. I'm working with a company called iTinker slash 3DV, both under same ages. So uh, uh, I'm doing that these days, and uh, I'm also uh, you know teaching kids how to create games on DApps, as you just mentioned. So this is kind of the demographics uh, I can I can really put my effort in at this point of time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay, I guess now it's uh, Jesus turn. Uh, to be frank, uh, Ashish and Devans, I feel uh, you know <clears throat> whatever you guys uh, recently just talked about, uh, it was all a bouncer for me <laughs> because maybe I am totally out of the field. Uh, so I would just start with my intro. Uh, currently, I'm working at Gujarat High Court. I work there as a lawyer, but meanwhile, uh, even appeared for judiciary, and I met the verge to get. Uh, to get selected i have just my interview pending the reason uh, devans happens to be a very old friend of mine so we just we were just <clears throat> and i was uh, actually preparing some uh, question papers for clat entrance which uh, which is basically clat that is uh, common law admission test for uh, those students who are appearing 
in the uh, who wishes to go into law colleges so on one of the essays which i had prepared it was basically on this cryptocurrency and uh the reason why it is in news because just supreme court has you know uh, overturned the rbi's uh previous order which in 2018 we outrightly banned cryptocurrency like bit uh, and other virtual currencies as a legal tender in india the reason why i got curious is because what currently is happening is there is a crypto token bill which is pending in the parliament which at present outrightly bans cryptocurrencies but <clears throat> what i felt now is that again the speculations would go up the rates would go high uh, people may get out of spending their money and later on again the bill may ban the cryptocurrency outright so again it may go into some scam or something which is my assumption uh, so basically why i am here is because just you know uh, i had no basically i had no idea but i was interested maybe you know i can get to learn something new and and recently the the cryptocurrency has again come up in the indian market so i i i just wish to see how it goes and even i get to learn some technical part from you guys like okay. moreover the purpose for me to come on this podcast is to like maybe learn something from you mm-hmm. i'm just an amateur here mm-hmm. you guys are into it but ha maybe on the legal part on the legality part how this where we are where india stands currently into this technology what what are the legalities maybe then i can chip in but about mm-hmm. the technical part i may have something more to learn from you guys sure sure and um, would you happen to have that essay that you were writing about blockchain now i will have to like uh, switch, uh, just you know get on my ipad and search through because it's been long that i had written that oh great yeah of course and then you know what we are looking forward to understand what is happening in law because we don't understand that so as an enthusiast we know all the stuff about like uh, cryptocurrencies and uh, blockchain technology but then uh, uh, like yeah. when you say stuff like uh, these code cases and all it it would help if you could lucidify that for us and we could understand what exactly is it that they are thinking we just want to make sure that people who are making rules about it first understand it so that exactly yeah, so that they don't end up doing something detrimental to the welfare of uh, techni- technological advancements like, just pause you could uh, explain us what exactly is the scene currently uh, about cryptocurrencies in indian uh, judiciary yeah so last year that is in 2000 last last year that is in 2018 we outrightly banned cryptocurrencies as legal tenders when i say legal tender means that is something which is running as an exchange for any commodity that is money so when i say we have banned cryptocurrency as a legal tender that means we cannot use it a mon- you we cannot use it as a money mm-hmm. okay so But we can still use it as a commodity right sorry we can uh, even uh, you know as a legal tender it was banned but we could have still used it as a commodity right as a product uh-huh. yeah maybe uh, are you talking about some barter going on uh, in that way yeah yeah no uh, first so that that is my point so after 2018 it was outrightly banned you cannot use it even as a money or not matlab it is totally illegal in india okay you cannot like the ownership it. was illegal yeah everything like any you cannot transact into it if you are sitting in the geographical territory of mm-hmm. india okay and that is outrightly banned so maybe you can deal it if you are somewhere dealing outside the country but uh, as far as the country goes you cannot deal them 
to maybe as a terms of exchange or in terms of money also you cannot use that so what now the supreme court says is that you no know, uh, as per the growing demand of the blockchain technology and the things how it has been working the rbi which had outrightly banned it uh, that is uh, maybe to an extent not proportionate okay so as as of today yet it is not because a legislation has to be first passed by the government of india that they are okay totally legalizing it the stand has been put up by the supreme court so it also reflects it is an inbuilt reflection that the government also wishes to go wish to go further with that but uh, as far as uh, the cryptocurrencies are concerned as of today on this today today uh, it is not it has not still become that legal a legislation would be passed and then the legality would uh, go in and then you can deal and buy crypto uh, usually how it works then you can get into it you can deal into cryptocurrencies okay uh, but uh, the thing is that you told me that it could not be used as a legal tender but for example you're trading in cryptocurrencies mm-hmm. yeah you're treating them like a commodity and like, like for for vehicles okay. of investment you're not using yeah yeah no, not investment you are you know uh, you are not using the cryptocurrency to buy a banana mm. but you are using money to buy cryptocurrency so now cryptocurrency is a product instead of a legal tender you're not using it to you know buy things you are buying it basically so in that way i feel like the trading was still going on mm-hmm. in uh, i've tra- i've been trading from that okay till now. okay so nobody has you know come and arrested me in some way mm. but maybe n- uh, nobody actually cared or like yeah see the re- yeah. reason that becomes say you told me you buy it, bought it as a commodity Yeah. So just like if you've heard about capital capital gains tax, that is a tax we pay when there is some increment increment on the commodity or the product that you have bought. Okay. Hmm. So what you dealt it as a commodity, but for that you did not pay any of the taxes. You know uh, some taxes that you that the government owns or say for example that the same commodity if you are exporting somewhere else, the government doesn't come to know. that you know you dealt it and there is some payment by you or the uh, there was a permission that you dealt it it was just that you were working in the offshore market and no one was having a watch on you so maybe it didn't come into the hands of people apparently i did pay a little tax okay how about that because what happened was that the government started blocking the credit cards mm-hmm. of the people who bought bitcoin and stuff from their credit cards okay and when you have to go and get it unblocked mm. you have to actually pay a particular amount of tax in order to get it unblocked okay and that tax is on the basis of how much cryptocurrency you have okay okay i can understand that it is completely uh, you know not not really uh, properly transparent at how much Bitcoin, I have, mm. but again, the amount of transaction I made, I have to pay a little bit of tax. Mm. So uh, that kind of gives me, uh, makes me in a skeptical kind of a position that the government is taxing it and then not being able to, you know, uh, com- uh, properly use it in the way it should be used, and you know, making these problems. I still don't understand. Yeah. Look at betting in India; it is outrightly banned. Yeah. Okay. Unlike in Australia or some other countries where you can like, if a match is going on, you can pay there, you can bet, and there is also also a talk going on that we should legalize betting because it is, you know, apparently very inbuilt in our society and it is going on even without 
there is any rules or regulations but on the brighter side after the supreme court judgment i can maybe assure i cannot assure you but maybe i feel uh, there's this is an affirmative step because supreme court has just uh, recently favored it so for coming 5 to 10 years it will have a boom but what i am worried about is there is still a trip uh, crypto token bill which i said it is pending in the parliament so if you read the draft of that bill it still it still bans cryptocurrencies okay so and the bill is yet pending so it is not passed yet so if say for example we in terms of practice if the supreme court legalizes it okay people start buying trading the speculations go up and then suddenly the bill bans it and again you know we we get you know we get to ground zero again but for, for in the coming time because the use of blockchain would be beneficial uh, in many ways so maybe if if the government looks forward there, there'll be no issue and it would uh, work very well in india i think this is where the true knowledge gap is because uh, blockchain does not warrant the use of a cryptocurrency in the first place mm-hmm. you could have other ways to make smart contracts so when i learned that i actually had to learn the world's toughest programming language which is solidity and it is like yeah. it is so tough because uh, you have to decide the computational complexity like exactly how much electricity the device will use and exactly how much difficult it will be how much internet it will use like the bandwidth and all because and also how much time it will take the you know time complexity of the code so um, like um, these kind of codes are possible to make sure that we can make smart contracts which is actually the thing that cuts out the middleman on the, in all these contracts and uh, ha- makes a strong use case for blockchains in the first place and i don't see why we need cryptocurrencies in the first place like even when we want blockchain application i just wanted to interrupt uh, and ask both of you guys that uh, are cryptocurrency transaction traceable yeah uh partially mm. there are two types of crypt- uh, blockchains right a centralized and a decentralized in a centralized one you could okay. still do that very easily but in a decentralized one it is not that mm. easy but somebody with a huge amount of knowledge and somebody who can hack nodes mm. can actually get no, yeah no. so because okay so if, if the government comes up with uh, getting it decentralized one then there's no issue no no but the, here's the thing yeah even if the transactions as themselves can be traced from the open ledger as the amount that went from one uh, crypto wallet to another we can get the address however just like we have aadhar card like numbers linked to real people which is like social security numbers right so like th- those are aadhar cards are social security numbers of india which are like authenticated by a government so we just like that we don't have anything that uh, ties these wallet numbers to or wallet signatures to real people and so and also these kind of uh, privacy implications depend on what kind of blockchain and which exact cryptocurrency so all these different doge coins and there are a lot of uh, bitcoin children you can call it or forks that have different uh, privacy features and it depends on them of how much privacy they give you and also i would like to contradict on the statement you just said mm-hmm. the ones that uh, why should cryptocurrencies exist in the first place uh, what i feel like is i think 
cryptocurrency should exist because okay we do have that globalization that we can now actually create a barter system using this mm-hmm. uh, blockchain right mm-hmm. it, but again uh, you can you know how how much of india is actually digitalized True. you can take right now right only 60 or 70% yeah. is still pending still pending sorry it's still pending only 30% is done mm-hmm. 70% still pending and even the 30% out of the 30% only the 1% know the true meaning of blockchain yeah. other are just using what a topic to talk about mm-hmm. so uh, the thing is the cryptocurrency for now and for at least 10 or 20 more years should be there why because the current governments are broken they don't really know what they are doing and they are you know d- d- recent demonetization happened uh, did not go well we still don't know the how much money is getting printed and how much is being you know pushed uh, pushed into india those fake money things and stuff there is a lot of uh, bad things going on so if cryptocurrency gets adopted by the majority uh, for some time for at least 20 years i think we'll be able to uh, you know improve the the tender system that we have right now and uh, so, soon enough when we get to adopt cryptocurrency totally when we get to digitalize india totally at that point of time i think we can think of a, a barter system under blockchain till then i think yeah i agree with you on that point and also the problem and the issue is okay for example say it is legalized then what about how how do you regulate like if someone is cheated or if uh, you know there is there is some false thing going on and you have to go to the court the lawyers the judges everyone have to in detail actually understand what it is or maybe we have to separate some special courts for that matter right so even like you bring in something but then if some uh, if the commodity which you say the cryptocurrency if someone gets cheated on your commodity how do you get the thing undone so that is also a very big issue right now okay uh, so there is one thing that uh, we need to understand that there is no cure to human stupidity and idiocy <laughs> see someone gets scammed someone gets scammed mm. it's their problem oh, first of all okay, okay. so excitement okay, <laughs> okay okay i don't know i can say that yeah uh, we can go to the police we can report this and stuff but you know what happened recently that my uh, you know my uh, teacher mm-hmm. uh, she got this she 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 posted something on olx and somebody called her and said ki uh, you'll uh, i i'm going to send you money actually just you know uh, scan this particular qr code mm. she scanned that in google pay and she got a message okay there is a remark tab under uh, this your transaction uh, amount right mm. in that remark tab uh, she got the message amount of 499 has been credited to your account now she somewhere was wasn't sure that okay did it happen or did it not she was new to google pay and she went for the transaction apparently the money got transferred from her account to that person's account i had i personally have filed her fir since uh, she does not as a no she's a language teacher okay. so computer language teacher normal language teacher so uh, she apparently has no how about these things went ahead posted uh, this uh, uh, nfir or you can say uh, a complaint mm. on this cyber security mm. first of all yes cyber security thing wala this this website is http it's not https i can definitely find a lot oh. of applications <laughs> second 
uh it has been almost a uh, uh, two or three weeks now and uh, no there has not been a single update and we are checking it after every two so didn't you appeal to uh, didn't you go to the consumer forum i think the first uh, place uh, to to in such cases you need to go to the consumer forum uh, for this uh, when you purchasing something online or you know from any uh, ration shop or something if something goes wrong then the consumer forum is to be approached no i i understand hmm. it but apparently this is a cyber security okay thing. okay this again comes under you know it's it's a upi hmm. okay so it, it again comes under the cyber thing that i cannot i really don't know the person hmm. okay so uh, i just have that he contacted me through this number and his bank account must have been linked with the upi address that the money got sent to okay so i i was like well if i'll post it in cyber security they they definitely will look okay. into it and see that this particular upi address is linked to this particular bank account so we should reverse the transaction okay i, I just had one question uh, 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 yeah. that you mentioned that uh, it uh, can you explain me that you said the website is not uh, https you said something https yeah, yeah can you just elaborate a bit on okay. that i can Okay, so HTTPS is. Sure. Go ahead. So, like generally, um, earlier what used to happen is there is man in the middle attack and all all sorts of attacks happening over the network. Uh, between like before, um, during the conversation between you and the server, and this used to happen because your internet was not encrypted. So, in comes the SSL, the secure socket layer, which encrypts all okay. the communication between you and the website. and so no one in the middle can okay. make any changes and so mm-hmm. that's where all these certificates are required and then nowadays modern browsers don't even allow you to visit these sites they have taken enough precautions that you have to create a security exception to be able to make those sites but obviously she may be accessing it from her phone and phones generally don't even phones have that feature i don't know but she won't know like okay so anyways uh like try to make sure that all the um websites you visit have that green padlock icon okay so that means that this website is secure and and that doesn't uh, that's not like if and only if situation like it, it just because a site has a security like padlock icon green padlock icon doesn't it, it mean that it, it doesn't guarantee that this is a it, it's not a scam site because uh there was something called as ethereum wallet website my ethereum wallet that was very popular and there were so many scam websites that also had that padlock there was an uh, another thing that the whole company's name should be written next to the padlock icon and you can only do that if you are a registered company and you kind of do some procedures with the uh, with the domain providers with the website name providers again you know most of even in india most of the trusted ones they do not have this that company written mm. with the padlock yeah the green padlock but uh, apparently you know you have to properly check that you are going to the right url sometimes the url it themselves have some characters uh, you know uh, changed and it looks like same url but apparently it's not so that makes a, that is a case of phishing that someone gives you a fake page of for example google's uh, login page you log in there and the password and you actually haven't logged in logged in and that password and username has gone to somebody else 
and now that he can access it on mm. the real google page ashish i think we should make a video about this okay. because i'm really angry because so many of my so many of the people i know on whatsapp send these kind of uh, scam links recently there's this geo offer that went viral it's geo-offer.xyz so instead of .com domains if you see something like .xyz which is basically the cheapest domain extension available on the market omg oh yeah some some providers may be allowing like one month or one year free subscription for that too so can can the can there be any something like this inbuilt uh things that, that that you can develop that if you know someone is trying to create a fake link or trying to have some uh, you know some scam through that and there's some implied uh action on that uh, fake thing that is being created can can such thing happen or uh, it, can, it doesn't work but that then way. you know um, it requires a lot of uh, struggle with struggle okay. with um, false positives and false negatives and so it is very okay if it is tough for humans like us okay. you know like um, for me and ash ash right we also get like scam emails phishing and all that yeah. and we also have to go out of our way to check who is the there is something called who is tool so we put the whole link in this who is tool and it tells that this is the person who is registered for this domain this is his address this is his phone number this is his email all that so we also have to go out of our way to uh, you know verify if this sounds legit and you know i'll be honest i have been scammed once too from an online link when i and i was like relatively new to these online purchases at that time and and i bought a xiaomi power bank turns out that the capacity that they sold at and it was a paytm link it was a paytm mall link at that time and i bought a power bank and it came home and uh, it didn't work at all and then i checked and turns out xiaomi does not produce that model uh, like manufacture that kind of power bank at all uh, they, their models are a bit different in terms of capacity and so these kind of things keep happening like i that the the utopia that you're looking for which is that you know a way to automate it requires us detecting it that it is a scam and you can't detect okay. something automatically by machine what even humans can't do mm-hmm. right yeah. so that is a very ambitious of you and yes perhaps using some machine learning and ai we can one day get there where it will warn us that this looks fishy and maybe be careful while going ahead but what you can do for now is for example there is this uh, mcafe antivirus and uh, the guy mcafe he himself created this company on the santivara so you know you could have that i have seen uh, i'm not you know telling you to go and install mcafe you can install avg or whatever you like but i actually don't like antiviruses because since i use linux and hmm. ubuntu and other distros and stuff so uh, uh, but still like uh, you can install these antiviruses and what they do is whenever you go to a particular website you get the extension installed in your particular browser whenever you go to a website they check the code and they check the images for example when i used to create my uh, phishing pages when i was in like 10th i used to hack uh, i not actually hack i used to tell people to log in into a particular uh, this link and they will get like 50 rupees free recharge which obviously they don't and uh, they didn't 
so uh, uh, so basically what they do is they go and check the code and they go and check the uh, icon images and such things and if those things do not match properly and to the particular url they basically tell to you that okay this website is uh, not real it could be a phishing could be a phishing i have seen this particular warning come up my, uh, you know stop that this could be fishing so don't do that uh i would just uh, chip in and i would again go back to where ash started from that he you made a statement that uh, you know if people are foolish enough uh, they should like you uh, know it's their fault so about about can you elaborate, elaborate that again okay yeah sure so uh for no uh i was not being like totally uh, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Totally i get it blind. i'm yeah i was just saying that okay there is no amount of uh, you know thing to human stupidity mm. and no amount of part to human stupidity and human idiocy for example my teacher who is actually teaching me she could if she could fall into such mm. traps then and even then after that uh, even having the current system where everything is accountable for everything you can actually track that transaction to a particular upi address and after that to a okay. bank account if things are still not happening properly how can you say that after cryptocurrency things will not happen properly they're already not happening properly mm-hmm. right but after cryptocurrency we will have a better uh, this uh, infrastructure since everything will be more secured it will yeah more security is there plus on a very macro level when you look at the macro economy side mm-hmm. of it the thing but you can mint money राइट <laughs> people had their things in haryana like people actually uh, you know uh, exchange their money through yeah yeah, yeah even stuff. we had those bartered a uh, lot of things yeah so uh, you know uh, cryptocurrency gives you that uh, push to uh, more security and uh, yeah yeah I, i have just one counter for this ash Uh, see, yeah. you told about you know uh, no fake notes and things would get more secured, more easy. Then yeah. you talked about yeah. the macro level thing. I would just again, yeah. I would get into the micro point of that. See, uh, this whole thing, you know, look, just there is a lot of digital divide in our country. When I say digital divide, means I'm talking yeah. about the rich and poor, and uh, even in the rich segment, the people really knowing the technology and uh, people not living like they, I may be rich, but in terms of technologically or when we are on this podcast itself i still feel i am below poverty level because i have no idea about you know many of the technicalities you guys talk about so uh, the same thing it would be like to explain a very poor person what 10 raised to 8 satasi units that is one bitcoin mean maybe it it becomes very difficult for them to really know what it is plus they don't have any money to really even understand so like they can't even afford a like they have the you know, food shelter uh, uh, food shelter and clothing is their main you know thing they focus on so getting into they can't even afford extra money on a graphic card so 
they need to have computers they need to you know really uh, uh, i know this can uh, this cannot be for the whole country only the segment of people who wish to get into it can go into it but still i feel that the digital device and the infrastructure is still so weak that if we go into it uh, they'll may increase the number of scams more increase because for example again you said your teacher got into it because you know she thought that maybe this is a good way or maybe this, she felt that you know, let's just check, check it out the same way if cryptocurrency comes in it the things are working well people are earning earning more a poor who may you know say for example have some extra 3000 money and if he is like no let me just try to invest in it he'll catch a guy the transactant it even if the guy doesn't uh, does any scam if there is any other loss because i think uh, the cryptocurrency is maybe work on uh, it is a kind of trading right uh, okay uh really love your point and uh, but you know again coming back to the analogy that i just told you ki there are only 30% of the people who are in india are actually digitalized only 1% of them know what blockchain is but there is a you know you are okay are uh, you're contradicting me that's totally fine but at this mm. point of time uh, i think what should happen is that we both should contradict with yeah. the government because the government is already pushing the digital india ahead mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely they are already pushing it they are already they are saying that with upi they mm. are succeeding but apparently at a very lower level the layman is not really happy because often they lose money the youngsters might not but people of for example of or something and every day people come to him and say bhai aapke paas google pe hai and he says no no and after like a week and he uh, gets it mm. somehow by asking someone and apparently after one week he loses money in some sort of way there is still a loss to the person on a very uh, micro okay. level right on a macro level he might be running the economy is really nice but on a macro level on a on a very micro level okay. it's not so that is a problem if you are if indian government is pushing this thing that okay the digital india the digital india the digital india they should be uh, actually be uh, there when something bad happens for example this upi wala scam happened with my english uh, teacher right yeah and you are saying the same thing that if when people don't even know why would you go ahead and actually give people cryptocurrency in their hands right it is very 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 right it is really really true but i am saying for now let's uh, use not not cryptocurrency but okay. blockchain on the back end of uh, the uh, okay ledger system for example rbi ledger system in rbi let's implement blockchain so that it is transparent and rbi can actually tell that the money is going from here to here okay. on a macro level because rbi is willing to even hmm. do that solve the problem of the scams that happens on a macro economy like monetization yeah. and such things and at this uh, and uh, the people who are working in uh, the rbi i think they are educated enough that they can hmm. handle blockchain and we have engineers in india who can particularly implement blockchain in rbi as well they could they, uh, that, that will be dedicated employment and dedicated uh, time investment also and uh, with that they could solve the macro problem and on the micro scale i think we should really wait at least 5 or 6 years and we should 
instead of pushing ियंटेशन and uh, uh, in digital india let's stop that for a while and let's uh, focus on uh, this uh, education and the third point this is this is the last point uh, is that ki uh, why am i uh, saying that we i personally should adopt uh, cryptocurrency because the government is not listening we have been trying from 2 3 years now the government is not listening it is not the right if the government would have been listening i would have not been using cryptocurrency if it would have already been uh, listening to me and not being corrupt then i would have not uh, you know pushed cryptocurrency but if then government comes up with a centralized uh, uh, thing then again the issue would be the same yeah see we don't yeah, yeah. centralized blockchain uh, right the essence of blockchain goes away okay all right so and now i want to set the record straight and say like i am not really against cryptocurrency as it may have sounded earlier yes uh, the logic of government that we need to legalize cryptocurrency because blockchain is useful in the country and we want blockchain in our country uh, doesn't really logically pan out that's what i'm saying otherwise yeah, obviously it has its own merits like let's get on to uh, essay of jaspal ji did you find that one Uh, yeah, I mean some of my points were actually from my essays which I was putting mm-hmm. in. Uh, it was more on about this uh, the tax evasion thing, which he answered very well. That no, he had to pay a tax, which was one of my issues in the essay. That you know, it may, because the thing is not traceable. Maybe when the big scam come comes out, we only get to know when the scam right. is done. Ah, that is a good yeah so you know because you said that there can be an exception that a person can hide away while he was evading and these are only so a simple uh, office going uh, you know say uh, i would say a middle class person who is still in, uh, getting into bitcoins and cryptocurrencies he would not evade tax these are only people big people who like the, when the can scams comes out it's a huge damage already done which cannot be undone later on so there are few points which as rightly very nicely pointed out uh, there these my questions were my counters were also also from my essay itself so i had almost like uh, discussed in uh, enough about my essay in the questions i had put i just have one more question to both of you guys uh, see whatever we talked about enough about you know uh, they should be come in because the government uh, you know they should be taught a lesson not exactly but a message should be sent that we don't trust you anymore i get it all everything but this can only start if the general people are aware about it unless that is done no one has that uh, you know no one would get into uh, such some really effective debates like we see on the television that nonsense goes on <laughs> what arnab does oh my god yeah okay there's a shout there's a shout and they feel they are so i so i just want to know see Uh, maybe i don't have much knowledge but the work can be only done at the ground level so people who are more aware like you only they can spread the message ahead okay today we had a uh, pod and i got to know two three things okay this is how the things work and okay i get more aware so 
my point is i'm not cared about what the government does later on i am more cared about what i can contribute in to make this thing work more so what 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 would be your suggestion i think that? we should do this uh, podcast more often these kind of discussions and then share them <laughs> because seriously um, you know the world is suffering not because of the noise of the bad people but the silence of the good people so like but the point is you know uh, there's a there's a thing that if you if you read then if you if you're not reading the newspaper you're not aware but if you read the newspaper you get missed <laughs> nice i like that one yeah exactly exactly so people like you should uh, yeah. like come out and explain it in the most easiest and best possible mm, way out. that's what siraj used to do uh, because unless uh, unless that is done and just like we the most important thing during the during the exam is mm-hmm. to revise so the same thing is with this thing today we have a pod after few days we'll be back into our own things and the thing would be again gone so i feel uh, there should there has to be some way out because uh, the thing we are talking about today requires more of a mouth publicity than an open publicity that is one on one like i'll aware my friends and there will be something so i i feel you guys should uh, if any hand is needed i can get into the legality section i can uh, we can create an essay i feel or maybe a video on this uh, uh, uh maybe these are the random thoughts that are coming in my head so i'm just sharing it out i feel uh, more over that uh, how can we make it more aware that you know it is safe secure and this is what the government is doing wrong okay yeah right okay. and and the same is already out we are not the first people to talk on this there are many experts who have talked on it but uh, still i feel just i just like i told that we need to revise it again and again so i feel that we need to talk on this topic again and again so that it is not out of the you know out, out of us not be something that we no longer care about because uh, i think at least me and ash used to care about it a lot and we were like uh, yeah. something of a bitcoin proponents where we were like we would argue that you know this is what frees us as a civilization as citizens this is the freedom we deserve this is the kind of um, currency that we have all finally invented and then we we should all be able to legally use it right yeah i just i i, I just have one thing to conclude to this to be uh, on a very personal level i used to be very very active on facebook and instagram I do, and I such do. things you, you remember they once right yes but but these days i'm not right so uh, the thing is that uh, one thing that i've learned is that being active on social media is not going to solve a problem the the alerts that you are actually sharing to other people and they are sharing to other people becomes a trend and people don't even read sometimes things fully and they actually share it which i used to do now uh, on a very personal level what i have started doing is i have created a particular uh, this uh, group in a college called uh, the uh, i've actually created a space called a hacker space i don't know if you're familiar with the concept or not uh, in a hacker space you are supposed to come and actually collaborate and do creative things right so in that particular thing what i do is i usually give up give lectures to uh, get, uh, you know people my my my, my college is a college so uh, and uh, the demographics of that college are considered conservative backgrounds so i use on a very level this is how this particular and on a very macro level this is how the thing is going to particularly affect so that they become a 
they start thinking so that is my approach to things and i feel like that is the only approach that people can do these days uh so but uh, yes i i just want to put in that uh, the the space that you created but then the, that would only restrict would that restrict only people who are well about the well well aware about the computers and all those things or it is open to even general people no it is open to general people i usually get people from okay. outside the college to attend so uh, i'm from ece electronics and communication engineering branch so uh, we are not also very much familiar with the cse stuff we are not uh, taught about uh, databases at this point of time i am learning about them from a different uh, medium so uh, you know uh, it's just not restricted to one trade or two trade it, uh, you know people or the people from mechanical or the people from other engineering backgrounds they can come and join us actually we can uh, you know we try to me uh, and some of my friends push hard and uh, get them to the this level so that they go home talk or discuss it with someone this is how you get over mm, okay yeah because i was worried because i i thought that if i come on a platform like space which i thought that it is something about the you know computer nerds because all i know is how to on my hotspot and connect my ipad with my iphone on internet that is maximum i know <laughs> well I, i can read about the legal aspect maybe but then it is good that you clarified that even you know uh, random people can just come in and know and give their their ideas okay i have uh, um, so for you more points to discuss if it's not too much for you guys okay so <laughs> okay so um the i think a blockchain based municipal corporation could also increase transparency regarding appropriate expenditure of tax money nice what do you think about that yeah yeah, yeah. good enough uh i i actually discussed this idea with somebody who who currently works in dell laboratories in us and he came back to india to chandigarh to act and on, he was like uh, on something and we discussed this idea and he was like well this is like really good idea because currently we have technologies like iot which which work on a very micro level right and those iots when they give outputs they those statistical data could actually be put into a blockchain and that particular blockchain could be used computationally to actually update the data of every single particular action and that creates like a very transparent sort of a government right hmm. transparent sort of a municipal yeah. corporation right right so demands can well elaborate uh, more over on this corporation right. municipal corporation okay so the thing is like um, i have heard of startup companies that Uh, take pride in sharing how they are uh, using their like whatever the investors have in, invested in all those funds how are they responsibly using them instead of yeah. just the ceos acting like really rich people and spending it on their personal expenditure or doing outrageous things that are not going to uh, give a long term value to the shareholders so um, that's what uh so a lot of there is a website that lists all the apps all the startups 
that have um, started sharing their uh, revenues and not actually revenues but like expenditures in a transparent manner and so I, this is something that we can learn from and apply in when it comes to uh, government expenditures yeah sure i give you a yeah. level example okay so uh, what happened is that we have a specific corporation in the particular ward where i am living so this is punjab it is a punjab border punjab and chandigarh border chandigarh is ut it is way way better than punjab when it comes to municipal corporation and stuff so uh, what happened what happened was that we elected this particular uh, candidate from our ward so that particular candidate even my father went him with, with him in the rally and stuff so but what happened was that he has the work that he has done is absolutely cheap the cheapest work ever what he has done is basically he plowed the roads and he actually sold the sand and the mud the sand and mud in big trolleys you could sell it for yeah. very huge rates right so he sold all of that and what he did he uh, he bought a land next to his house he made a hotel over there oh. and he actually sold it like the whole uh, whole community knows that he has done something wrong i have i personally have sent a particular this thing to the uh, anonymous email okay so uh, what happened is that particular mc has plowed the land and he is basically sold all the material to other third party and he has earned all that money uh, and actually the, the land right next to his house is bought that land he has created a small hotel over there he has sold it for 2 crore rupees now wow. he is creating he using that money is buying another land he is basically using mc's money again build a particular hotel on that and he is going to sell it as well from my point of view so uh, what if what if all of this was uh, transparent what you know there is this concept of mining in uh, a blockchain yeah the concept is that when a person a sends this cryptocurrency to a person b a person see a third party who is looking at the transaction go through what that particular person does is it basically uh, takes the transaction it verifies it and at the same time it encrypts it and uh, uploads it on the blockchain okay so, uh, so kind of a third empire kind of thing yes yeah, yes yeah yeah so uh, what if the third empire was were the people of this particular village they exactly. would have they would have hmm. not verified that particular transaction Mm-hmm. and the person would not have been able to do it mm-hmm. and that creates a very very transparent mc it is like a next level of democracy where everybody's vote counts on every decision of the government don't you think exactly exactly mm-hmm. wow amazing i i like our ideas i like our brainstorming guys <laughs> yeah. this, this okay. was nice okay next one though so like there are some properties of currency that should be there like durability portability divisibility uniformity uh, limited supply and acceptability one of them is fungibility which is divisibility yeah so um uh, from what i remember you know in the old days when i was uh, considering uh, bitcoins um you could send 1/10 of a paisa a paisa is 100 part of a rupee like cent is 2 dollars and so uh, that kind of precision was inspiring it was awe inspiring but today due to the investment and bitcoins and all that uh, because it has been valued like anything um, today we you cannot send uh, less than a ru- rupee 
accurately so you cannot send 10 paise or 90 paise to anyone mm-hmm. because the value of bitcoin is so much if you send 0. Point, if you um, 1 rupee right now is 0.000017 bitcoin i just checked it on google okay so one one rupee so one bitcoin is around some 6 lakh rupees going on the rate is now i think some yeah if i i think it's around like 8000 usd so i have i, I cannot convert it right now in my head but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah i guess approximately i one of my friends i told him so one bitcoin is around 6 lakh some rate is going on right now okay yeah. so this i think uh, like too much and that is why you know that sucks because you have such an advanced currency but it is not divisible anymore then what is the and uh, one more issue that i want to point pointed about bitcoin is that like you can't buy there is no there is a limitation on the number of bitcoins also right? yes there is so that is uh, actually you... a good thing mm-hmm. uh, just mm. like there is limited amount of gold on the planet or limited amount of rupees in the country or limited amount mm. of dollars in us um uh it is called a uh, limited supply that is also a property of a currency that should be there because if we say soil is a currency then everybody is uh, so filthy rich that there is no point of the economy yeah. hmm. so that is okay but one want want that become like monopolizing if someone has some advanced technology and had a lot of computers Um, that is what there be a monopoly kind of a thing so that is there, there are measures against it so what recently okay. happened is uh, a lot of chinese uh, like a lot of companies not just china but wherever electricity is cheap and internet is cheap and uh, when they can get cheap hardware people mm. used to buy special computers for mining they are called application specific integrated circuits asic so okay. they would buy these because these are more efficient and less use less electricity and uh, are really good at mining uh, other than like simple computers or phones and uh, this is so what what ended up happening is um, a lot of uh, like some rich people like you said would try to get, gain monopoly by having a really big farm of these machines like a mall like a really good uh, really big buildings with a lot of these machines and they would mine these things uh, like uh, around the clock and so and so what happened is no let me finish the story as this is really uh, like a roller coaster so recently the algorithm determines what kind of al- hardware is needed so recently like one of the forks of these uh, cryptocurrencies they changed it to the algorithm that is uh, more favorable to uh, you know this graphic cards and the computers that everybody has and so they sort of restored the balance of uh, everybody keeping it decentralized instead of a centralized rich person trying to gain monopoly so this is this is the end of it uh, as you can go on now so uh, what i was saying there is a small fraction of reward that they are getting for validating the transaction is what yeah 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 first that and second right sorry currently currently the banks the banks are actually uh there and they're already providing credit cards and such right they're also charging a particular amount of transaction fee and those banks are also set up by very rich people so we right. can say that only that the rich people are again creating 
but then if you look at uh, what punjab national bank and uh, yes bank do the things that happen to these banks right yeah uh, it seems like monopoly is a bad idea there is also yeah. banking scandals there is a documentary of this on netflix as well as what the federal bank is doing like what what some rich monopoly people decided to do by just uh, printing money against any backing you know like without any gold backing it and pushing the whole economy into a debt economy if you know what i mean so that these kind of things are uh, sort of make us wonder like where are these decisions coming from and do do they even have our consent and are we all even on the same page and then again you mentioned demonetization right yeah we so sure if comparing banks to comparing banks is a good idea like uh, i am not sure if banks are doing a good enough job to keep us away from uh, cryptocurrency is what i'm saying yeah okay agreed i guess hmm okay i think identity is a big problem right now we don't have a solution for that even if we have biometric security no we don't since i have actually hacked uh, uh, this particular attendance machine at my college uh, with the silicone and this uh, iron fillings i feel like it is still a big issue oh yeah people are not really educated <laughs> yeah that's when they do things like this i love you man <laughs> i sometimes it feels like you're on movie or what I felt good. Yeah, yeah. Someone broke the law. <laughs> oh come on! Feels good He's being sarcastic. He hates that. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Please, even. please. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Actually, I was just bringing one example of Venezuela. Yeah. So what they have done is right now they have uh, they will issue some hundred million petrol points, a type of cryptocurrency, and one yeah. petrol coin will be equal to the market price of one. oil barrel from venezuela okay and what they have done this you can use these points which are a cryptocurrency in their country to pay government fees and government taxes mm-hmm. so that is some kind of model some country is working at one is venezuela and uh, uh, there is one more country there are uh, the, Okay, so I just came to know about these two. There's one more. They have. They have even. Uh, there's this. I think Marshall Islands. It's a small nation uh, which have. They have this SOV as their uh, currency, mm-hmm. and that works as a legal tender there. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, so it's a Ma- Marshall Island is a uh, is somewhere. Uh, I don't uh, geographic location. I'm not able to recognize, uh, recollect. Uh, it's a disputed uh, some near Argentina and uh, it's, it's a disputed uh, territory claimed between Argentina and UK. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so uh, maybe if I'm not uh, there's so there's one country which uh, SOV is the currency there, which is a crypto kind of currency, and they they have made it as a legal tender. So if we can know how the result have has been there, we can get some ideas about how it works. Right. Okay. Sure. I'll I'll look into it. You, uh, Venezuela, and what is the other one? Marshall Islands. Okay, Marshall. Yeah, this this is a problem with the government that people act, uh, people you know are uh, raise their questions on the same thing. That why isn't the government talking with the international people? That were already. 
Uh, we cannot hear you. Yeah, man. Your your fluctuating again. <laughs> okay, yeah, hello. Yeah. You get unavailable as soon as you say okay. Can you? Yeah, you do that. You become Mister India. Once we say like okay, we can hear you, and then you kind of like go. Away. I think he's busy with the attendance thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. Oh yeah. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, like, yeah. For real. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Having diplomatic relations with such amazing countries, why aren't you discussing it with them? That why are they doing it, even if their economy is bigger than ours? Like that is the question. You know, even the doubt is actually there is already an inbuilt default in our uh, political system. The biggest issue is that. because uh, you know what uh, uh, doubts i had when the supreme court legalized it because i even for a minute i felt that all the ministers who were holding their bitcoins it's high time that you know they felt the rate is too much high so let's legalize it and still since the crypto token bill is again pending in the parliament once we get the money again we'll ban it yeah and move out oh and yeah, that's a, that, that sounds hmm. like the biggest government heist <laughs> that was just my speculation because when i read the supreme court judgment i just realized that still the crypto token bill is still to be discussed in the parliament and which still at right now if you read the draft of that bill mm-hmm. 2019 mm-hmm. crypto token bill 2019 it outrightly bans cryptocurrency right so when the still the when the money is out because this is the time supreme court has, court has legalized it so all the people would would uh, like uh, believe in it the speculation would go high the rate would go high the minister was get get the took bitcoin sold and the when the briefcase briefcase of the bitcoin is done the bill is passed in the parliament we get to know it is banned then what would be the case then right this does not give us some clear direction on how we as a citizen should go yeah. on about these possibilities and because maybe if this inbuilt scam is going on in the back of their hand how would they even decide to get into countries which are working really well with this yeah um uh, another thing that i want to mention is like um end to end encryption yeah um mm-hmm. that was there in that is there right now in whatsapp Um, mm. I think me and Ash and some enthusiasts. I have some best friends that I used to bother a lot, and we used to use this this app called um, what was it? Whisper, Signal, Whisper Signal app. Yeah, Whisper Chat was a previous name. It is now it's called uh, Signal. Okay. It is rebranded, and then that was the protocol that uh, was there. So we used to chat there for privacy. and now it is uh, widely adopted in all the popular chatting gaps for uh, the same protocol for encryption and for privacy so i think like the early adopters like us uh, suffer from these kind of things where we're using we are still uh, users of signals but there are not enough people on signals because people are not on signal for privacy people don't care about privacy they because there is this network effect right you want to be on social platform where the society is there yeah. so you want to be on whatsapp then whatsapp will bring along whatever features they decide as a monopoly as the controlling yeah, true i don't
I was see as I guess Europeans. Sorry, I didn't hear you. The last thing you uh, told, like, I could not I, hear uh, that. The others play with the choices like that. Uh, we may be, uh, let's say, not loyal users. We can just switch platforms when we want to. But then again, we don't take those decisions like Europe to do uh, based on privacy. Cheers. Uh, Okay, uh, we just got the gist of it since your voice was breaking a lot. Okay, I'll, I'll uh, yeah. switch to Telegram because uh, some other. Like, Are you moving, Devansh? Are you moving? Yeah, I'm in a car. Uh, there might issue. Uh, Get back to the Wi-Fi of the building, then I'll call you. Okay, sure. Not an issue. Okay. Yeah. Ah, so what I was saying is like uh, we uh, I don't think Indians have enough importance of privacy. Yeah. True. I don't think it is like a deciding factor when it comes for us to choose between products or services. That was my point. Let me get back to my essay. So yeah, there is a social media where we get paid for our data when we share something. If somebody upvotes it, like uh, they like it, and uh, it's like Reddit, but for each upvote you get some kind of Steam um, currency, and you can convert it into blockchain. So I I think I lost the account because I forgot the password, and I didn't really have any sort of cryptocurrency in that. Because I hadn't invested a lot of time in being social in that um, crypto social media, but it gave me a good idea of what a DApp could look like. It was it was really good actually. The Steam it is a really good since uh, since Facebook you know Facebook creates no none of its its own content yet it is making mm. the most of the money out of it. So it should be distributed. Mm. Everybody should get the money for their own sort of uh, you know indulgement. So I'll I'll I will give you one disadvantage of these distributed systems yeah. though that in in case of uh, centralized uh, services like Gmail and these kind of uh, centralized services they let us uh, reset our password in case we forgot it. But in case of uh, these crypto stuff, like if you if you don't have your private key, it is uh, technically impossible to access that account. So perhaps that can also that and the identity problem. These kind of things can are yet to be uh, are the engineering challenges that are yet to be tackled by the minds of our times. True, true, true. And also, like uh, there is this particular very fundamental thing that since uh, blockchain needs a lot of computational power due to the encryption and decryption, uh, mm-hmm. if we set up so many mining machines or even uh, a central network which particularly processes. Every transaction on a private blockchain. For example, I have a blockchain for my home, and I'm powering it with a computational system. And the computational computational system should be uh, able enough to do it. So it creates a very like uh, huge uh, this carbon uh, footstamp footprint. footprint. So that, that's a really really big issue. That's a genuine issue that I am somewhere against cryptocurrency in that particular matter. Or any decentralized, uh, you know, service or application or DApp. Yeah. 
because all these things uh, you know and if you think about it like if there is a bank right there are people who are professionals and taking care of it if there is some random dude who is like you know doing his best but then again limited by his own resources um some electricity might go out at his node and then that will affect the whole network and we don't want these kind of things to happen like uh, from what i've heard like google and big companies have their own data stores like as uh, like data uh, centers and at that place they have enterprise plans for all these hard disks because those hard disks get like um fried all the time yeah so you know those are professionals they keep it in an ideal temperature obviously we're not going to keep our pc in a refrigerator or something like that right yeah, true so uh, sometimes it makes sense to let the you know smart like you know expert professionals take care of it instead of taking everything in our own hands true that's true as well uh, like i think the smart contracts take the whole scary part out of living and make the trustless system the most trustworthy ones yeah. so like uh, does that make sense to you as uh, uh, actually i was uh, you know searching some uh, that cl- clarity on that marshallan and i found it so i was actually wow. a bit amazing so yeah uh, i found it so marshall country uh, marshall islands it is a sovereign country in till 2018 uh, they had us dollars as their main currency okay so now from mm-hmm. so february 2018 they launched this sovereign cur- cryptocurrency called digital sovereign and the sh- short form for that is sove and but however mm-hmm. unlike bitcoin uh, bitcoin wallets this sov will not have any anonymity the accounts will be linked and monitored uh, with whatever pen pn or uid type mechanism in their country that is working and so at mm-hmm. present they have two uh, legal tenders us dollars and sov and therefore mm-hmm. that means all the financial transaction can be done using either of the cur- currency and no no shopkeeper or no one can refuse that so we can look into how they are currently working and get an idea that i know that there are there any scams going on or there is there is an issue mm-hmm. or something tell you what i am aware of one such other mm-hmm. um, case mm-hmm. um there was a person and this was such a big hype that um this was i think in uae i'm not completely yes. sure but then uh, this was like my, in my city itself in rajkot somebody met me in some canteen in one of the colleges and has like you know what i am a part of these thing and uh, it's called one coin it was a very popular currency are you aware about it ash yeah i'm aware about it i actually invested some but then i was uh, you know uh, i sold it before it went all the way fucked up right so that guy that you know that guy was telling me about and i was explaining him back that dude this is a multi level marketing pyramid scheme don't fall for that and uh, I, I, they actually had like the woman um recently the video came out so i sent it back to him the one coin guy that uh, how this woman scammed the world and then vanished fake bitcoin this is the video by cold fusion tv are you aware of that youtube channel yep 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 that is a really good one right chess um cold fusion um, i've heard of it but i'm not that much actually uh, because i i was hardcore into uh, my this uh, judiciary thing for so la for la, yeah. and i was also preparing for civil services for last 3 years so okay. actually i am not logged in instagram facebook or youtube for last 5 years so right. whatever i am, yeah, that's all right uh, whatever i'm aware is from the newspapers and things that go yeah that is like a necessary diversity for us to learn from each other so yeah. that's nice 
So I just sent you the links for the YouTube video. Okay. This is the one coin. So I was explaining him, and he was just like so too invested to like it was all shocking to him that oh my god. I was like, dude, I know about a lot of these kind of currencies, and don't worry about it. Don't just don't mess get other people into investing in this. But that is okay. So this is like one of the other another cases like of Mount Gox, M T G O X, M T Gox. Yeah. Are you aware about that one, Ash? Uh, not really, not properly, but I. Okay, that is that is like a big and famous case. So um, these kind of cases uh, sort of um, give us and tell us a story of what precautions to make. I think uh, there are a lot of um, scams that are already uh, popular, uh, especially in the, with the world of cryptocurrencies. Uh, when they call it initial coin offering, the ICO. Yeah. So the thing is, like as Ash explained, that these transactions are rewarded. But you can't have a transaction to mine if there are no coins and there are no transactions happening. So in the beginning, they'll just give us some really cheap coins to get the currency acceptable and started. And you know, like public acceptance should be there. Yeah. Acceptance is also one of the fundamental uh, properties of a currency. Yeah. So, so to get to that, they'll give you some initial coin offerings, and people will buy a lot of those as vehicles of investment. Because they think it will be the next Bitcoin or something. So uh, and then yeah, and then they like the ICO of the company and the the whole cryptocurrency doesn't end up uh, is inflated because of the brand marketing and it doesn't end up having being that valuable to the general public and the long term. Okay, so there was this particular time when the Bitcoin boomed and its price went twenty k US dollars, right? I don't know. Uh, I think it was the end of two uh, thousand what eighteen or something like that, right? Or seventeen? Uh, probably earlier than that. Um, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two thousand seventeen. Yeah, two thousand seventeen. So at that point of yeah. time, I was trading. To be very, very honest and very, very frank, what happened? What was happening was that uh, see, ERC twenty. I did not know about the standard at that point of time, and I did not know that it was. It is so easy to code an ERC twenty coin. Like hmm. you just have to put very, uh, very uh, small amount of functions in a particular way in a solitary language, and you can actually create your own coin. So at that point of time, people were creating their own coins for different uh, private blockchains. For example, when uh, marijuana was legalized in US, right? It was uh, around that time only. And three coins: THC, hemp, and a third coin. These three coins got uh, these three co- all coins were ERC twenty tokens, right? So mm-hmm. they got uh, 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 you know an ICO happened, and uh, people actually bought it. and i even mm. i bought it and i made a huge profit out of it but now when i look at it i was i'm thinking that uh, they used they took a erc20 token template they named it hemp and they uh, made this ico thing and actually made people think that they are actually going to use it in a real life scenario and people actually bought it there was a indulgement of uh, more than a million people in that particular coin including myself but when now i am at a position where i code my own erc20 or erc721 standardized ethereum token i know how easy it is and if i were to create a technology out of it if i were to create a movement a revolution out of it i don't think that this should be the standard for that so like right 
so like people are unaware that how cryptocurrency works even i was unaware at that point of time how because ethereum was new to me eas standard was new to me ethereum's whole framework was new to me i was not a really good coder back then and now that i am i am educated and i'm like if an erc20 token comes in i don't think i'm going to invest in it because i can create the same and i can get it publicly uh, you know accepted by creating a huge hype since there was a huge hype for cryptocurrencies people actually invested in it but it apparently wasn't worth it, worth it at all so in many ways this is similar to stock because we are all trying to guess how much valuable it will be uh, like unanimously accepted unanimously agreed upon in in the future we are all trying to second guess each other yeah. and uh, that doesn't sound like the sign of a stable economy also also like uh, they were trying like this idea that you told me no i was planning to do that for my startup um of f quality it was an iot startup where you could uh, wear a glove a wearable iot product the gauntlet and uh, control the devices around you now uh, this i thought like uh, to my employees i'll give them my own kind of tokens as uh, as an alternative to shares yeah and so a lot of companies were doing this too even though i didn't do it but like a lot of companies were doing like they will make their own currency and give that to people because that will be valuable in future and they will do an ico internally and i think that is are you aware about icos chess no 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 much was what i was what my i was thinking about see when uh, we trade there's only two difference when we talk about investing in trading uh, when we you talk about uh, comparing the cryptos with the stock thing with mm-hmm. investing we say that rome is built not built in a day but for trading it is like hiroshima happened or destroyed in one day it destroyed everything right yeah. so that that is the kind of thing with trading and which even ash uh, pointed out that how he can like create his own thing and create a whole hype and you know, i was just trying to analyze th- these things because to be frank the all the things all the stuff you talk you guys are talking is very fresh to me because i just randomly chipped in i just had a conversation with devans last night and he was like well this is pod and we'll just try to come up so i'm just, i'm still learning to get into the conversation too so i, I would just uh, prefer myself to hear or learn on to this part of things you're talking right i put initial coin offering in your chat for your okay. reference okay so perhaps you can check it out later Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me check some yeah. other points. So yeah, I, I was also tempted to make my own startup around uh, bitcoins. We would uh, like exchange it for gold. And uh, there was a person who made this whole website with me. He was my co-founder, um, Saurabh Bachave, and he's from Akola Village in Maharashtra. And then we were going to go ahead with the whole thing, but then that is the time when, like. Um, i think yeah that my father told me that okay i just read in the news this is not legal anymore suddenly and uh, it is under criticism and don't go ahead with that so i, I think i was lucky with that restrictions that we were not um, going to go ahead with the whole. yeah so uh, the nfp thing never uh, didn't work out Yeah. Right, and then <laughs> so, anyways, uh, so obviously I can understand that you know regulating these kind of currencies might be very difficult. 
for the ashmi yeah. you need a platform eh? the very point which i has pointed out very beginning of our podcast that you know infrastructure nahi hai hmm. so again it boils out to that fact right also um the other thing that he mentioned is also true that even if you have upi and all like uh, a lot of people don't know how to use those and are still getting scammed over it so like education hmm. is also an important part of digitizing our country before we introduce these kind of cutting edge technologies the very yeah, very basic very basic yeah. then uh, there is bank scandals and federal banks and debt economy and these kind of things that i'm yet to explore myself i think i was hoping that i have an uncle who is like the god of finance i was hoping he could join join us today but he couldn't so i guess i have yet some insights to take from him and then i will get a better idea of how the dynamic between us who want a decentralized world and people monopoly people who want a bank like you know the banker people how is that fight going on or how is that struggle or what is the competition there because i've seen morgan stanley and really good big banks like that are adopting um blockchain technology in their banks too so how does that make a difference or does it at all because it's centralized right it is the same bank like and then facebook yeah. is trying with libra and then you know a lot of banks backed out of their promise to join libra with facebook for some reasons and that was very dramatic i hope you are aware about that ash yeah i'm aware about that so like that is that is some drama that needs to be discussed in maybe a future episode and then you know i have to mention the shortened links a lot of scam links are in shortened links like bitly and things like that yeah so and then redirect links so when people open they don't know what they are opening and then it redirects to some other page some other page and especially in like those sites that we open in incognito tabs like a lot of pop ups are there that sort of uh, hack your phone and then um oh yeah how why did i mention this a lot of websites especially some popular and famous websites i won't mention them here but uh, okay i'll mention one of them is called pornhub and like those are actually mining cryptocurrencies from your browser from your device like phone and computer they used to do this illegally and then they found out and then somebody pointed it out so actually javascript is a really good programming language and it can do a lot of things like computation on your browser which okay. is amazing yeah i know doing uh, okay uh, okay go on with the story when you lend i'll tell you something okay so like uh, then a lot of these kind of sites which are like really innocent sites but in the background they are making a lot of money out of your computation and internet and uh-huh. electricity so these kind of possibilities are there and a lot of people don't pay up front for software they want to use cracked software and cracked games and things like that and they don't know what they're going through because they think they have outsmarted the system when the people who are inventing these cracked softwares themselves are putting these kind of incentives for themselves so that they can make money off of um, innocent people there is also ransomware right yeah but uh, only the crypto mining from browser is the relevant part here for the bitcoin discussion okay do you know uh, you know about aws right yeah aws come on i'm work at amazon do like what are you, what are you talking about so, uh, so aws they do not allow any sort of cryptocurrency on the platform even iphones don't allow that like mining of those yeah so oh, wait 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 dude AWS has services for uh, blockchain and a managed blockchain dude 
it's a new service we launched maybe you don't know about it it's a very new service we uh, have a aws service for a managed blockchain as a service no okay that is are that is fine but as in uh, low level cryptocurrency which everybody does like okay okay yeah mining bitcoin or mining ethereum yeah right okay so what happened was that i found a loophole of sort of a bug that i did not disclose somebody else did but uh, i f- i feel like i found it the first uh, first time so what i did was that whenever you put some sort of a program that uh, on 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 the on a aws machine that is somewhere related to cryptocurrency the particular uh, uh, account is suspended it's uh, by itself by amazon by some sort of algorithm okay and uh, so what i did was that i created my own website which had a script that anybody who opens it basically uh, puts in their computational power and uh, you know mines that particular website some sort of bitcoins or ethereum i actually mined monero so what i did was that i opened the browser i mean i i think you mean if you mined monero okay got it so i opened the browser in aws and then i opened the website and left it there so now nobody will that algo will not be able to track that particular process right which is related to crypto mining mm-hmm. instead what it will get is that the browser is running and it is consuming a lot of uh, computational power so that was one mm. of the wow right yeah, yeah but one one suggestion to ash next time before you share this don't even use what if say that you know one what one of my friend did then you can say the whole story yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Because, because you are always your own friend no 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 right now you are sitting with safe people but there might be some one if a jealous guy is there in front of you who is jealous with the talent he may in 99% koi nahi karega but then uh, it's still it's better to be yeah. start your story with you know what one my one of my friend did mm, yeah. guys i did not get the bounty Yeah, don't worry about it. Hey, anyways, uh, so like my first of the experience with AWS was when I wanted to use Spotify before it was launched in India. So like uh, I yeah. found found some Punjabi guys like blog where he mentioned some apps and I followed all of those. And basically, I was r- routing internet from America f- using a proxy, and so that worked out for me. Which kind of thing? No, not V. Yeah, you can call it VPN, but it was more like. routing the internet uh, yeah a vpn yeah go ahead it basically it's called tunneling oh, tunneling is the right term for so yeah that was that was one of my first like practical applications of aws that was like really long time ago anyways uh, i think i we have discussed all the points hey there is one more thing yeah. like blockchain is not the only thing there are also alternative solutions like hyperledger but i could not find my old notes mm-hmm. from that uh, scholarship course not revised before i could talk about it now i definitely don't want to be a candle with you know darkness underneath like i don't want to try to edge, like talk about education and end up sharing misinformation so like let's not discuss hyperledger right now but this was good talk guys I'll have to, yeah, yeah. I'll have to Sorry. beep a lot of parts in this podcast before I publish it, and I'll have to take my time to edit it. Yeah. But this was good talk, man. Yeah. Sorry, Devan. Yeah, 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 no, it's fine. 
that's fine because anyways the idea was that we'll have a casual candid conversation and then see what is shareable publishable and this will be fun amazing man thanks for both of your time i'm looking looking yeah, forward fun. to do this more often okay bye guys yeah. happy holy happy bye. holy see you guys bye yeah happy holy